The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Welcome back to another edition of the Golden Boot Podcast. It's your boy Pooh Bell. I got Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. Daniel D. Williams. Uh, it's one of them days, fellas. Uh, we had everything planned out, and then uh, a lot more breaking news popped up. We got we got some <laughs> baseball stuff to talk about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Daniel gonna get his baseball take and everything. And you already know it, baby. Go Tigers. <laughs> I'm about to ban Rich. Oh, <laughs> nah, no, you, you, you can't you can't ban Rich, man. He be donating, dog. He be donating. He gonna donate. He gonna be a silent donator. That's he gonna be. A- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but fellas, we have a special guest. Yeah, uh, big time. Uh, let's give big him a. Time. You know what I'm saying? I, I think you know. I, I'm trying to think of the. I was trying to think of the words that I need to describe him or, or tell. I think I got. I, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. So that boy fast. We got our man Eric <laughs> Dillon in the building. Welcome to the yeah. Golden Boot. How you doing Ooh, today, Derek? Hey, I'm doing good. How are y'all, man? Good, bro. Thanks for yeah, yeah, thanks yeah. for coming on the show, man. Yeah, no problem at all. No problem, no problem at all. Uh, I see, I see watching that video clip. That's the same thing for all of us. It, it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> goosebumps and them, them smiles uh, and stuff. <laughs> Every yeah, time I still. see that video, I can't help but smile, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's still, I, I, think that was, I believe that was my first collegiate touchdown. That's a good, that's the first yeah, one to yeah, have yeah, for you right there. Yeah. So that's why I smile so hard <laughs> yeah. every time I see it. You made that one memorable for sure, bro. <laughs> hey, we got, um, so I'm going to give you some more credit that people probably don't give you. So the UCF game, um, when that the pass that we all know the play where Joe got you know what I'm saying blindsided and he's laying on the mm-hmm. ground and and stuff. Initially, that pass was coming to you. 
Um, yep. a lot. Now I watched it uh, like yesterday, um, and the commentator says Derek Dillon ran the wrong route, and I was like, "Well, the dude pulled his jersey, but we ain't gonna get into semantics." That's what it was. That's the whole route. It was a curl. <laughs> I can get into it. It was a curl route, and for yeah. one, the field was terrible, so I slipped on top of the route for one, and then he pulled my jersey. So that's what happened. Yeah. That's why the ball was intercepted like that. Yeah, and so it wasn't it wasn't a wrong route. So they not gonna say it. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? But I, I I'll go ahead and say it. Because of you, Joe got hit and became a different person. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that. You can say that. <laughs> but but, but they didn't created Joe Burrow. Is what you're saying? They they hey, I'm, listen. Amen. Don't don't quote me. Don't quote me, but put it on T-shirt. Um, <laughs> But no, nah, seriously, like then, like right after that, you come back in that in that same game and you catch another pass, and mm-hmm. it was a crossing route, and you took that one to the house, and I was yeah, like, sure, yeah. like I'm sitting, I'm sitting there looking, like watching your highlights. I was like, this man was just, I was like, he was just so good. I was like, <laughs> we didn't appreciate you enough. So uh, uh, oh, I want to yeah, say, yeah. I, you know, saying we definitely appreciate you. Hey, you know, I definitely appreciate you, Yeah, the catch against me, I was showing love. No, no. So, but so let me let me ahead, ask you this, bro. Uh, since we since we you know starting off with the Auburn catch, take mm-hmm. take a take us through that play, bro. You know what I mean? You know you down yeah. eight fourth quarter. What's going through your mind when you catch? Just score see, or you see? Originally, I was just a decoy for Justin Jefferson. So we mm-hmm. ran that route, you know, so many times they caught on it. So I guess when I was because my job was to grab the safety. Out of the way, so Justin can run a double move and he threw it to Justin. But we ran the route so many times, they was already sitting on it. So I guess Joe saw that and saw me going across right past the linebacker and just threw it right over his head. And the only thing I had to do was catch it and get up the sideline. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And Derek, man, let so, me let me go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just saying shout out to Joe and for seeing me and recognizing that. You know, yeah. more quarterbacks are still trying to force it in there. Definitely. Now with Joe, I mean, did you kind of like see something switch from that 2018 season to that 2019 season? Did he carry himself different or was he always Joe? Yeah, he was always Joe. I just think he was just a little more detailed with everything. Like he always had us, like on the off seasons, had us in the uh, indoors on the off days, like on the weekends, yeah. and just just constantly running the routes. You know, getting the timing down and making sure you know we know all our routes and know all our plays and everything. He was just very attention attention to detail at the you know at that UCF game. Let me let me ask you. So yo, Chris I always say that you told him before the twenty nineteen season that y'all yeah. was gonna win the net. Man, I swear, I swear I I, I told him I told him I'm like, Chris, we I'm, I'm telling you, we're going to win the next time. If not, we're gonna if we don't win, we're gonna go. And yeah. he just, nah, nah, nah. Probably when Derek Stingley and all them boys get up there and, you know, they get their name, you know, get used to it and everything. I'm like, Chris, just watch this season. He so, didn't want to believe it. He up and he swore it down. It was going to be when Derek Stingley and all them boys got so up. So uh, when yeah. did you realize that and what made you know that y'all was finna like, like, Like I said, after the UCF game, man, he attention to details, had us practicing all the time, making sure hmm. everything was crisp. That's how I knew it. I was like, man, it's something different. Like he was even with the old line making sure you know, they knew, like, when he checked something, you know, where to go with, who slide to, or this and that. He was just in tune with everybody on the offensive side. 
Wow. Gotcha. So with, with that said, are you surprised by, you know, say, I, I don't want this to be all about Joe Burrow, but I'm, I'm on, I do want to yeah. ask this. Are you surprised that Joe led them to the Super Bowl? Led Cincinnati no, to the Super Bowl? Not at all. Not at all. When I saw his work after, after that uh, UCF game, I just knew it was going to carry on to the NFL. So mm -hmm. I really expected that. And he got his number one receiver with him over here also. So That's true. Just got to put you up the next, son. We just need to get you hey, in there with him. I'll wait for the call. Hey, Derek, let me ask you, man. So, of course, we know, but some of the fans of the pod may not know. What's your relation to Chris, man? <laughs> <laughs> you really want me to explain it. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Chris, my mother and Chris is our brother and sister. And, okay. you know, Chris, me and him the same age. So, he really my uncle. But since we the same age, I just can't go around calling him my uncle, so I really just call him my cousin. Well, trust me, right, he, so he let everybody know that you his nephew. Trust me, he let everybody know. And look, I let everybody know that's my cousin. That's not my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Chris, Chris couldn't be here tonight, uh, but he did have some questions for you. So, uh, question one, um, Derek, can you tell everybody that I did have a neck when we was little? And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and question two is, uh, can you tell everybody I'm a good fisherman? So I, I don't uh, know what that's all about. Chris is. He he, he never had a neck, so I don't know where he get that from. <laughs> <laughs> Not hey. even when he was a baby, he didn't no, have a neck, bro? No, oh, man. man. He was so three months head, eating on a chicken bone, man. Oh, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't. For, for right now, uh, yeah, Chris been out fishing me the last couple of times he been fishing. I can see that he's been out fishing me, so I'm gonna give him props for that. We went fishing what yesterday. He, he caught one fish. I didn't catch nothing. So yeah. I'm gonna turn that and around next time we go fishing. And you know what, Chris? Chris real big on uh, getting us to talk more about fishing, fishing, and, and fishing. <laughs> he actually wants us to do a fish segment. <laughs> I don't know if Pooh the Hose is gonna be down with that. You know what I'm, I'm, I'm going to do like when you when we get ready to talk baseball. I'm just cut the camera off. Okay. All right. Cool. Bet. Bet. Nah. Let me, let me nah, ask but, you this, though. Go ahead, Pooh. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, because I was just going to transition to uh, asking a well, little I, bit more about. Yeah, yeah that's what I was about to ask about the USFL. And, you know, how was mm -hmm. it like, you know, being being in the inaugural, you know, season of the USFL and mm. tell, like, is it just it's football, football, or you know, is it a little different than what you was used to? Uh, like you said, football, football, but you know, some aspects different because like 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 everybody was all in Birmingham, Alabama, like all eight teams, and then most of us stayed in the hotel. Like you know, they brought us in camp. We all stayed in the hotel, and then at the camp, you can go find your you know your own spot or whatever. But the yeah everything like I said everything was football football but the only, like I said the only thing was different was everybody was all in the hotel all the meetings was in the hotel you know most of us still stayed in the hotel so you know you might see a guy on the field you talking noise to him and then you five minutes later you see him in the hotel walking around like you know I ain't that's that's different like you know I'm used to you know seeing that guy uh, on on game day and never seeing him again yeah. But we, you know, we walk past each other, like even on locker rooms, like they had it separated. But, you know, you're going to see each other walking past. That was, that was real different. Hey, so any brawls? Huh? Any, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you was talking noise in the in the game. Oh, you know, see, right here, I, 
See me, I was not me personally. I think yeah. it, I think some guys might have checked each other like, what was that you saying on the field? Yeah, it, like, it was it might have been like, nah, man. We was just, you know, football <laughs> is football. You know how we get. I don't think yeah. it, 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 nah, I don't think anybody threw down after it. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Hey, we 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 do have a question in the chat. Um uh Chris English asks, Are you going to try out to uh for any uh, NFL teams this offseason? Oh yeah, most definitely. That's what my agent working on right now is trying to find, you know, just calling teams, showing my film from the USFL, and hopes to, you know, get an invite to camp. Uh, one of the teams camp. Definitely. Definitely. So also, man, it seemed like you know USFL. It seemed like it was a, a very physical league, um, mm-hmm. and of course, I mean, I don't think the NFL is as physical as far as if you hit somebody too hard. It always seems like you know flags come out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, as far as the physicality of it, I mean, can you express that to us? Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely was a physical. Like, they, they actually let us play. Like, that was their biggest goal was, you know, not to throw as many flags, you know, so just really just to let us play, you know, get hit. But not nothing too crazy, you know, hammer to hammer, they might call it. But for the most part, they really wasn't calling anything. It was just really letting us play. You know, I mean, it was plenty of times I done got held, jersey pulled all the way down to my elbow. And yeah. still no flags. So they was, you know, they were real, they were real lean on the hitting and, you know, helmet to helmet and all that stuff. I know if, if y'all go look back, it was uh, week eight. They had a guy got hit so hard, he got his tooth knocked out. Oh, I seen that. Yeah. I seen, I you seen, see you seen that? Yeah. yeah it no, was on no TV flag. too. Yeah, no yeah. flag, anything. So that's that, that goes to show, like, they letting us hit out there. Like, so we better keep your head on the swivel. I like it. Show, show. Love it. Let me let me ask you this. Uh since you're trying to, you know, get that phone call from one of them teams, you still working out every day or you know, what's your yeah. what's your daily routine right now in the off season for the USFL? Yeah, I had took a couple of days off, you know, it's a season taxing on the body, but I'm slowly working my way back into it. Like like Friday I went for, you know, a nice little um nice little jog. It wasn't nothing too crazy. And then, then tomorrow I'm supposed to go, you know, do some drills and stuff with my uh, trainer back in Baton Rouge. So, you know, slowly working my way back into it because I don't want to jump in it too fast because if I do get that call, you know what I mean, I just got out of the season. I don't want to wear my body out too fast. Smart. Smart. And you mentioned that you just got out of – I'm sorry, real real quick. You mentioned that you just got out of the season. How does it work, you know, for a guy in your uh, situation? You know, from the USFL, you just played a full season there. Now you have the opportunity to possibly go make an NFL roster and play a full season there. So what are the things that you're doing with your body, with your mental? Because I know it's tough mentally as well. Mm-hmm. And family life, like, how how is that? Man, I, I really don't know. I ain't even thought about it yet. You feel yeah. I was just enjoying my time off right now. Cause, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just really just making sure, you know, any nicks and bruises I got right now, just try to heal them up before, you know, I get that call. Because, you know, it's, it's football. You know, you get a couple nicks and bruises. But, you know, family-wise, I'm spending as much time as I can right now, you know, just in case I get that call. Because I know, you know the family missing me and everything. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I know you said, you're, you know, you'll be heading to Baton Rouge to, to work out and stuff. Um, have you been back on campus since, you know, since you left? And, and, and you know, uh, or, or even with the um, – oh, my. this Here go the lies. Chris, <laughs> I ran a four five. He talking about he talking about a ten yard dash. <laughs> he better yeah. add a six to that four. <laughs> Sixty four point five. 
<laughs> but nah, uh, but but I guess what I was asking, uh, have you had a chance to get back on campus, uh, talk with some of the, you know, some of the old guys or or even meet the new staff? Well, I know you had. Oh, you know the new mean? staff? Nah. nah, not yet. Cause uh, Nick Nick Rousset, he's like man. Uh oh. Yeah. There you go. You good. You good. We can hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. We hear yeah. you now. AirPods uh -oh. must have died. But yeah, like I just uh, I was recently talking to Nick, and he was just talking about yeah, man, I need to get you over here to meet the new staff. So I guess when I go out there Monday to work out, I'll probably stop over there first okay. and, and go over there and meet everybody and talk to them. But yeah, if, mm -hmm. if I do go, maybe, yeah, it'll definitely be my first time. Okay. Cool. Tell tell Coach Kelly, Golden Boot, say what up, holler at us. Uh, <laughs> right. I know you. I know you focused on you know making it to the to the league and stuff right now. But have you ever thought about you know possibly doing something like Nick and getting to coaching or you know something along them lines? Yeah, I thought I wanted to do coaching. I don't think that's because I'm a shy dude. Like I don't I don't really like talking. I don't really like being in front of a lot of people. So I don't I don't think the coaching route will be uh. <laughs> Would be my what's the name? This guy uh, right here, Chris said, "Can I go there?" That's just, that just like whenever you was in high school on them recruiting trips, huh? Can I go there? Can I go with you? <laughs> you got an extra ticket for me? Can I go? Hey, can I go, nephew? <laughs> sure, cousin. <laughs> Yeah. No, now, Derek, you said you're, you're shy. Uh, I just want to let everybody know when when I was trying to find pictures and stuff for Derek, I'm gonna tell you how shy he is. Every pitch I saw, he was running away from folks. So that's how shy he is. He he, he been practicing social distance for a long time. So. <laughs> oh, like he used to he used to make me do the interviews, you know, with rivals and all that. Yeah, I, he make me do that. He used to make me. Basically made me talk to coaches. Like coaches used to call. I used to just look at they call on my phone. Man, answer that. That's such and such. I'm like, I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> they already offered me what we need to talk about. I I just hate I just hate being in front of people and just talking. I don't know why. <laughs> well, we appreciate you coming to talk to us, brother. We appreciate <laughs> you. Know, for real. Thank you. You know, yeah. like boy said, you know, Washington Parish, you know what I mean? I gotta I gotta come support, man. All right, so I'm gonna ask a question. I probably shouldn't. I'm gonna ask a question. I'm not gonna go into details. My boy about to be messy. <laughs> yeah, Chris Very. told us a story about a certain roommate and him getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say no names, but is that true? Yeah, he he did get into. It. I had to calm down. Like, man, chill out. Yeah. All right, so so now the next the next question is: Chris said he was finna beat dude up. Is that part true? Yeah, I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he was on his own on that one, homie. Okay, man, I gotta live with. I gotta have to live with buddy, man. I ain't want to jump in. I'm I had to go ahead and come down because you know I'm gonna take Crip side. I'm a Chris side, you know, every time. Yeah, I feel you, I feel you. All right, all right. Well, Derek, um, man, I, I it's so much I want to ask, but I, I, I'm a, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna wait. Um, it's just, man, it's just, like, like seriously, like that arm, that catch. I still like I remember it vivid. Like I, we talked before the show. I know where I was mm -hmm. watching that catch, and when I was watching it. The one thing I didn't tell you, um, at the time, um, 
I was on military duty and my roommate, he was just quiet, you know, saying I didn't think, you know, he cared. And I'm just celebrating and stuff. I'm like, man, what's wrong? You know, he was like, I'm an Auburn fan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, I tell you, I was at, I was at work watching it on my phone in the truck with my coworker who graduated from Auburn. Oh man! You want to you want to talk about you want to talk about a fun day the rest of the day, boy? I was on boy <laughs> about a, for about a year. He could every time we went to work. He, you already know what time it is, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm be real with you. I'm be what I was doing. I, it wasn't as exciting as them. I was watching it and I was eating a hot dog. I was eating a glizzy. Oh, so. you couldn't get <laughs> that part to yourself, bro. No, nah, I was just saying that's what I was doing. You know. What I mean? That's what I was did, you, did you drop it whenever he scored? Because I know whenever whenever he hit that sideline and it turned up, I was like, I was sitting up beating on the beating on the console. Go, go, go. And when old boy grabbed him, I was like, ah, then he broke that. Boy, I ain't gonna I can't say you what I said. Like, we got kids watching, you know. Right. Yeah, you already know. <laughs> and the crazy part, I thought I stepped out of bounds. So if you watch the video, you will see me look back real quick to see if I actually scored because I thought I stepped out of bounds. Yeah. So I, I celebration mm. like what what is that? <laughs> yeah. I celebrate, but I was trying to see if I stepped out of balance or not. Right. Yeah. So I um what is one of your favorite memories um uh, uh being at LSU on the field, off the field? Just what what is your one of your favorite? Hey, I got so many. Um I, I definitely can say the Auburn kid. That def, that definitely go down mm. as my cause like I was already battling for a spot that I think I shouldn't have been battling for. And on top of that, my dad had died at the beginning of the year. So mm-hmm. that would have been his first time seeing me, you know, score my touchdown and everything. So that's why that touchdown was so memorable because it was like my first touchdown. And, I, you know, I dedicated that one to my dad. Yeah. So that's probably one right there. Even though I, I know we won a national championship, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I like that one more. Look at him yeah. talking about us. Yeah, good good question. It says, uh, what did Coach O say to you when he uh when you scored? He just looked me in my eyes and said, Good job, son. <laughs> and every time, but every time I see him now, he'll just be like, How long was that touchdown? And I just tell the same one, oh, yeah, yeah, my man, my man. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Oh man. Uh let me let me ask you this. What was your fastest 40 time that you've ever ran? Oh yeah, the one I did for the uh pro day during COVID. <laughs> But it was a four two eight. Dang. Yeah, I think, I think he was running a four two four down the sideline against Auburn. Though <laughs> next time you run a forty, just get somebody with an Auburn jersey behind you, and I promise you, he'll be in the four two flat. Hey, I should have had him behind me that day. <laughs> Man, I, I didn't realize how accurate that pass was until, like, literally, I was pulling the picture up. Like his, if you, if like, if y'all get a chance, Google, just Google the that picture of the past. It's literally like fingertips, you know, what I'm saying away. And like when you called it, I was, I was, I'm not gonna, I wasn't shocked that you called it. I was shocked that it got in there. So yeah, you ain't gonna lie to you because, like, when he threw it and I see the guy put his hands up, my first thought was knock it down so he don't catch the interception. So we have another, you know, another play, right. But when I got ready to go to it, it went right over his hand, right into my arms. I was like, let me get it and go. Mm, but that sure. picture you're talking about, they got the same one. Well, it used to be hanging in the hallways. When you like when you go up to ops, uh the op building and you walk upstairs where all the meeting rooms at, it usually hanging right in front of the uh the receiver, the receiver coach room. 
Okay. Well, we hadn't been to Ops Building, so you get us oh, in there. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely go check it out. <laughs> hey, hey, I want I want to ask you one more. I know I know you're probably ready to go, but uh, I know you said you ain't got you ain't been able to meet the new regime or nothing like that. But um, what do you what do you think? You know, from interviews and you know looking at the roster and stuff like, what you think they're gonna do next year? You think they're gonna bounce back to what we know LSU? Okay. I haven't even looked at the coaches staff or the or the roster yet. I don't. I can't. Okay. I got you. I got you. You know what I mean? If, if I see me, I personally don't really watch football like like talking about, but I keep mm-hmm. up with LSU though. So I ain't really had a chance to keep up with it because like basically the you um uh, the USFL thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just with that. I got you. I got you. Be updated on everything. Every time you get a new recruit, he tell me about it. So. Gotcha. I'm, I'm gonna just have to look at the whole roster. I see when I go up there Monday, see the for guy sure. hopefully sure. out of something. And look, uh, Derek, honestly, like Chris, man, I'm I'm actually in Lafayette. I'm 45 minutes away, so if you need somebody to show for you there, I got you. You know, what I'm <laughs> yeah, well, Nick, you know, my I'm, services. I can see if I can get around. You know, oh, get y'all. I like um, it. If they well, was, yeah, me there, I take you to meet everybody, but I don't, I don't know this staff. Well, since, well, since everybody else offering stuff, I'm up here in North Louisiana. Chris always <laughs> said he gonna come, he gonna come fish up here. So if y'all ever come up here to go fishing, Darbone or something like that, holler at me. I got you, bro. Yeah, I got y'all. Do have the best fishing up north, man. Yeah, yes, yep. sir. Yes, sir. Rivers to fish on. I'm thirty. Look, I'm thirty minutes from Darbone. Thirty minutes from Private Point. You know, we got plenty of fishing in between. So just let me know. <laughs> well, we might have to. We might have to set that up one day, Chris. All right. Well, well, Derek, I, I want to say again, I know you've you said a, a, a few times, you you know, saying you're not big on talking and stuff. I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Um, at, Listen, at least for for two games, you you were my hero. That, that Auburn game. <laughs> you, I, I, I I wouldn't let him live it down. Uh, And then again, like I said, the, you know, saying you, you made Joe. I'm sticking to it. We'll put it on T-shirt. Derek made Joe. <laughs> but nah, but again, we appreciate you for coming on, uh, chatting up with us and stuff. And uh, best of luck. Hey, we've been pulling for you in in the USFL. Uh, you got a long uh, a long catch in the uh, your first catch. Oh, well, not first catch, but first touchdown in the mm-hmm. USFL was a uh, uh, what was it? Was it? It might have been fifty, but I the uh, recently yeah. the last game I had the longest touchdown in the. In the, well, you know, the inaugural league yeah. history. Yeah. Like, I had a 75. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the 74, I think it was, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so, hey, <laughs> hey, somebody, you need a deep threat. Hey, there you go. Uh, <laughs> go man. There you go. We're going to put in the atmosphere. We're going to see you on Sunday somewhere. So, again, we appreciate you having you on. Yeah. Uh, look forward to talk through. to you again. Uh, when you get picked up in the NFL, we'll bring you on. You can be your first NFL interview and <laughs> go from there. I got y'all guys, man. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate All right. it. All right, Yo. ladies and gentlemen, that was Derek Dillon. Yeah. Uh, that was – I don't know what y'all – that was hey, – I, I swear. Was I swear, I, 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 that Arbor for real. Though. That's my, that's my, that Auburn Kent hey. is my favorite player that season. What? Yeah. what? That dude? That y'all, y'all think I'm playing? I literally, I, I almost got jumped on that day. That dude was looking at me like he was gonna stab me in my sleep. So, uh, hey, I'm t- hey, look, after that day, bro, buddy, and buddy, I was working with. 
He ain't said another word to me the rest of the day, dog. He ain't said another word to me, dog. I was like, what you want for lunch? I was like, what we going for lunch? He just looked at me. All right, then, I guess not, bro. <laughs> oh, man. So, I, like I said at the top of the show, we had some um, a lot of stuff happen. Um, mostly in baseball. Daniel, I ain't gonna take you down. You, you know, what I'm saying you might want to, you might want to chime in. <laughs> I might want to, uh, yeah. Uh, you know. All right, so here, here we go. Breaking sources: uh, the new LSU pitching coach, uh, Wes Johnson, will remain on the Twin staff until the Cleveland series. Then he will join LSU. Mid-season. There you go. Wow, Jay Johnson. Hey, now uh, Jeff Jeff Passing, the dude from uh, ESPN MLB reporter, he just tweeted out. He was like, "Things that you never see." Um, the pitching coach of the team that's yeah. Oh, what's, what's, I think I got it. Uh, dang, I had I just literally just had it. Go ahead though. Jeff Passon was like, Uh, things you don't see. The pitching coach of a team that's first in their division is leaving his job for a college position. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, mm-hmm. you don't see that every day, though. No. You don't. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Uh, let me see if I can get it up here. So, but um, that comes on the heels of uh, here we go. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. Right there. This is a first. leaving a first place team, yeah, for a college exactly. team in the middle of the, the middle season. Of the season, yeah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. That's crazy, so, yeah. Um, that comes on the heels of Ole Miss winning the uh. College World Series, the first championship in their history. Yeah. Um, that school's literally Mississippi State won last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Daniel the Frozen. He he always frees with them faces. Hey, I gonna get that one. I'm 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 gonna have to go ahead. I'll get it off the you know what I'm saying. I get off the scholarship. But yeah, Yeah. they uh, um so my question is though, which is bigger? Is it getting the pitching coach from the twins or is it him pulling Tommy Tanks (laughs) or is it him pulling Tommy Tanks in which one which one is bigger Tommy Tanks and Christian Little which one is bigger to you so I'm gonna have to give an answer yeah I'm gonna have to give an answer similar to to what you 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 gave last night and um immediately Tommy Tanks I think we see this this pitching coach play out over time, and okay. I think he, you know, saying he can definitely. We what's called Daniel before before you know, what I'm saying you got hit with the uh, with the glitch. <laughs> you you were dropping some baseball on us. Well, no, I, I was trying to see did Mississippi State win the uh, College World Series last yes, year? Yes, Mississippi. Last year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. So it's something in the water in uh, in, in little hey. Mississippi, huh? Hey, right now, right now, Mississippi running baseball. That's man. Okay. That's, all you, that's all you can say. Yeah. Right. So uh, we, so Blake mentioned on his show, um, and we we kind of talked prior to his show. Um, the SEC won six of the last ten. One of those was a COVID year wow. that that they canceled the whole season. So technically, six of the last nine. And if Arkansas could catch a foul ball, we looking at seven yeah. of the yeah, last. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's crazy. That's, something else that's crazy something something i do want to i want to bring up last year during lsu's coaching search uh mike bianco's name came up 
LSU fans didn't want him. We don't want him. He's not a good coach. Ole Miss fans, we don't want him. He's not a good coach. That was cut like three or four weeks ago. Yeah. This man has gone out from he he's went he's gone from barely making it into the tournament to winning it all, and he lost one game. Well, well, when you say barely making it, what what you mean is if if Louisiana Tech don't win that conference championship game, mm-hmm. and they don't get that you know automatic bid from for winning it, then Ole Miss was it was it, it was it La Tech or was it Southern Miss? Nah, Southern Miss, uh, they didn't win. They got a, they got a large bid. It was oh, okay. Uh, okay. they lost to uh, UTSA. La Tech beat oh, okay. UTSA, and so whenever if if La Tech wouldn't have won, they still would have got an at large bid. But instead, mm. they got an automatic bid, which allowed Ole Miss to get the last you know uh, at large bid. Wow. So they were literally the sixty fourteen out of sixty four. That's crazy. And they ended up winning the national championship. Hey, and let me ask you guys this also. I mean, wasn't that guy considered like he was on a hot seat? Yeah, he's I, honestly, I, honestly, there's you can't say he's on a hot seat. Right no, 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 now. no. I wasn't finna oh, say okay. he's still on the hot, but oh, okay. I guarantee you, there's still all Miss fans who would be happy if he's not there next year. That's crazy. You just won a national championship. Hey, hey, I get it, bro. But you know, some that's nuts, yo. So, some he, of them he literally. Like, some of them feel like he lucked his way into this, but I mean, so? they, they've never done it before. So, yeah, he 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 literally is the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the longest tenured coach in in college baseball right now. I know he's yeah. definitely the longest tenured coach in the SEC. I know he's Van the longest Horn. tenured coach. Van Horn in Arkansas. I think he's been there for but, like 17 years or something like that. Yeah, he definitely been there longer than that. He's been there 22. Wow. So he's literally – I know he's definitely the longest tenured coach on uh, in all college – in all sports for the SEC. Because um, you got to think people like D.D. Bro retired out. Um, yeah, yeah, he's been there. Yeah, there it is. Bianco is the long, yeah. longest tenured coach Marcus in the I've been there since, Dude, Marcus, I've been there since 03, so yeah, 19. So, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's that's crazy, and he has. I mean, of course, up and down seasons, but the last few, the the COVID year, Ole Miss was getting ready to that they were getting ready to have a weekend series, uh, open the SEC play against LSU. They were in first place that year. Well, this year, this year they were in the first place team to start the season or or early in the season, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Like one of the first weeks, they were number one, and then they just completely dropped out of the top twenty-five. Really saved their season by sweeping LSU, and and then ever since then they kind of been getting hot at the right time, and you see what happens. Baseball is one of them things. It's it's not the best team, but who's hot at the right time? And but, I mean, but you can say for the most part for the for as much as I know about baseball, right? But I mean, if they were the number one seed or number one team at the beginning of the season, you can't say at least talent was there. Oh yeah, that's but I'm say saying, that? but they were yeah. the best team all season. But yeah. nobody they're close, you know what I mean? Right. They had the talent to win it all, but they weren't the best team. And so, but that's one of these things that football usually the best team usually wins, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the most because talented, the grind, yeah. yeah, the grind right. of the season, stuff like that. But if you look at if you look at basketball, if you look at baseball, it's really a matter of when do you get hot. And if you get hot at the right time, you can go on a run and win and win, win the whole thing. I wonder if uh I wonder if this is gonna be added to the what ifs of uh LSU lore. What if LSU, LSU won LSU, that, uh, 
What, what if they had a yeah, what, what if LSU hired Bianca? Now I, I'll say this. He don't, he don't he, seem he like had, Scott Wood would hire though to me. He hasn't I mean, won anything, he, right? Well, it, he it has now. I mean, Jay Johnson, it ain't even just that. It's just his personality. It's, you know, Bianco seems like the safe guy. You know what I mean? And where, like everything he does, he kind of plays it safe. But if you look at what the, the guys that he went after, he went after guys who are kind of, you know, take a gamble, who kind of willing to risk it. You know what I mean? Like Bianco seems like a, a younger Paul Maneri to me. Maybe. I could, I could, I don't know though. I gotta see because he, he Bianco. If he been there twenty two years, he probably in his fifties or sixties. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he been there for twenty two years. He old, older yeah. at least. But um, I, He's I don't know. He's I was just trying to see the age comparison uh, against Paul Maneri and. I'm gonna ask you this. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you this. Do you think Bianco gonna win another one? I think he can. Um, I don't think he, it was ever a, I don't think so. I don't think he's ever just sucked as a coach for lack of better words. He's always had them in a position to win the last few years. He's had, they literally lost last year to Arkansas. I mean, not Arkansas, uh, Arizona. Yeah. They lost to Arizona. Yeah. They lost to Arizona who, and then, I mean, if they win that series, who, who knows? Uh, but but, but I, I think he'll. They they he's a good regular season coach, and he's gonna always get them to a regional. You know what I mean? The next, but it seems to me like this year is the first year where he's kind of put it all together in the postseason. It seems like he always kind of has a like one of those. What were you thinking? Moments in the postseason, mm-hmm. pulling a guy too early, leaving a guy too. Early, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? One of those type of situations. And I think, well, maybe, maybe you know, he got it out of his system, and you know, he got over the hump. But I just tend to think he's gonna revert back to the old guy. All right, Chris asked a, a a good question to help us transition. Do you think the baseball team will be better? Well, Chris, I think they will, just simply because, uh, as the the title of this episode is named, Portal Combat, Jay Johnson has been at it. Uh, this week we've seen him add Jake, uh, Jack Pineda, um, Christian Little, and Tommy Tanks White. Uh, these are all Jack. I mean, top guys at their position. Uh, who, um, I mean, for lack of better words, add nothing but quality. And to needs, they needs. I mean, if you look yes. at Pineda, Pineda fills the hole that we had in. In the South middle of the infield, defensively, mm-hmm. yeah, defensively is uh in the middle, and if you look at, we needed arms. Christian Little gives us that, and then you can argue that we needed another first baseman because when Trey Morgan was injured, you really had no one behind him to play that position. But now it gives you a little flexibility. You can put Trey in the outfield. You can put Tommy at first. You can leave Trey at first, put Tommy at third. You know, it gives you a little more flexibility with the first base position and with Trey Morgan, you know. Um, so it, gives I, you, it gives you a big time bat. Yeah, 27 home runs don't hurt neither, you know. And if you As put a freshman. Him, <laughs> if you put him behind Dylan Cruz, you know what I mean? It's, it's okay, you, you pitching the Cruz. Oh, you walking Cruz? Okay, well this guy might even hit it farther than Cruz was. You know what I mean? So you 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 really have no weakness in the lineup for the most part. And 
honestly, Chris, I don't see how this team can't be better because of the depth we have at positions last year. We just didn't have it. At. That's a good point, Andrew. White and Pineda are practically plug-ins for replacing Barry and Doty. I think they're better, better uh, plug-ins too. And go ahead. In a sense, in a sense, uh, in a sense, yeah. Um, if you look at the what what Barry brought, you know, he it was the bat. The only difference is he's a switch hitter, so you know that you kind of lose that. But and Doty Doty was clutch, but I, glove wise, I think that Pineda is you know on par better than Doty and. Nine nine six, if I'm not mistaken, is what I saw. Yeah, uh, nine six, some something like that, yeah. But ridiculous yeah. building percentage. And white, white and barrier kind of replace or kind of wasn't what to me because Barry gives you that switch hitting factor. But if you include them two to what else you're bringing along, like the guys you're getting in your recruiting class, and if you are able to get uh uh, the guy from UCLA hurt. You know, if you're if you're able to get some of these other guys along with it, then he's really setting himself oh. up for success next year. If he doesn't go to the draft, we did get the guy from uh, Creighton as well, the pitcher. Yeah. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, so. two time two time Big East pitcher of the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. kids, kids go. Look, man, we didn't talk Tigers. fifteen minutes of baseball. Look at him. see, look at him, Daniel Hill. We didn't talk fifteen minutes of baseball. Hey, hey I'm y'all just better, listening y'all and learning, enjoy it. baby. Just listening and learning. It is yeah. football. Hey, 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 and can can we say he's doing all this without his recruiting coach, his assistant that was in charge of recruiting? Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's that's amazing, uh, amazing job. Um, we already mentioned Wes Johnson is leaving the Minnesota Twins and be the uh to be the pitching coach of LSU. Um, so that is that. That all this happened in the last, you know, Three days. four or five hours. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, as far as the recruits and stuff, three three days, the championship and stuff, all in the last three or four hours. So, hey, half of this stuff we didn't have in our topics to talk about. So that's crazy. Um, yeah, exactly, Danny. Yeah, yeah, we um, we know baseball too. <laughs> you know, we may not know. No, man, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go all right. Uh. Before we move on to basketball, uh, mm. let me go ahead and uh, give you all this quick commercial break. We'll be back in 30. The Golden Boot Pod is proud to announce that merchandise is now available. We have everything from t-shirts and hoodies to hats and beanies to drinkware to wearables and blankets. You can find it all under the merchandise tab at thegoldenboot.podbeam.com or go directly to thegoldenboot.com. As always, thank you for supporting the Golden Boot Pod. All right, so um, I do want to throw out there, we do have, if, I don't know if y'all can see, let me, let, me, let me take this down. Let me take this so y'all can actually see. I got my small podcast versus everybody shirt. Uh, We got the funeral chicken shirts. Uh, We got the make small uh, small small podcast great again shirt. So I mean, I'm sorry, hats. Uh, We probably have to get some shirts and stuff going for that one too. And we still got the originals. There you go. There you go. And you see that beautiful velvet crush blanket behind Sir Anthony's head. Take care, I'm telling you. Golden boots, yes, got, it right we got it all. We got it all. Hey, hey, we got hey. It all. 
all that headspace. I don't know what to do, man. Hey, man, hold on, hold on. You know what I'm saying? I had to put these, pull these out, you know? Can you see? Okay, let it go. Okay. Oh, you got the slides? Down. Slides, yeah. okay. Yeah. Whenever you get out the shower. Mine way over there. I would go get mine, but I ain't getting up there. They way over there. Oh, oh, and they smell oh, good. Yeah. And they smell good, too. They smell new. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. So you finna make me, you know what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as y'all can yeah. tell, we are excited about the merch and stuff, so. Yeah, um, merch yourself. Yeah, you ain't the only one, boy. Yeah, hey, they look at them. Look at them black. That black clean, though. All right. Hey, so hey, real quick, real quick, while, yeah. while we talking about merch, let me go ahead and drop it, man. Guys, if y'all want to donate to the podcast, y'all know what you got to do. Take a picture of the QR code right here. Donate via uh, PayPal. Not only kind of like what Pooh was just saying, we got a ton of merch for sale, guys. We got baseball jerseys. We got bikinis. You saw the flip-flops. You saw the shirts. You saw the blankets. Guys, we have it all. But not only that, guys, we are trying to grow our podcast, guys and ladies. Trying to grow our podcast and extend and grow. Football season is coming up. And uh, we got some special things in the works. So if y'all want to help us out, you know what I'm saying, you want to see us grow, help us, like, share, comment. Please like and share. That's the if you don't have any money, cool. But definitely like and share. You know what I'm saying? That's definitely gonna get us out there and that's gonna help us grow as well. Thank you. All right. All right. Back to uh the topics at hand. The NBA draft. Um, yeah. this past Thursday uh was the NBA draft. We saw uh Paolo Bonchero um mm. get drafted number one Ooh. by uh Paolo Banchero. Paolo Banchero. Him, him Paolo Banchero. <laughs> hey, he from out. He, he from Alabama. <laughs> man, chill out. Listen, y'all just listen. Y'all don't have y'all don't have that culture tongue. Oh, you're, uh, right. you're right. You're right. My bad. But nah, but nah, Brito. He got picked up by Orlando number one. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a surprise uh, because it was a. Um, as as AD, I don't know if he in here. AD said this was probably the first year where you had three guys who could went number one, and I don't think anybody would have been surprised. Um, correct, correct. Um, but then I think they, uh, got, I think, I think they got the most pro ready person right now. But my go ahead though. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, no, no. Um, I do want to get to um, winners and losers of the draft, or who y'all feel are, are winners and losers of the draft. Um, did, but first, is there any? Did, was there anything in the draft or anyone in the draft that surprised you, or someone who didn't get picked up? Um, I honestly thought Darius they would have gotten at least a late round pick because you don't listen to round me. Because you don't listen to me. That's no, way. and I don't <laughs> listen to you. Okay, well, if you did, then you would have known that he wasn't probably going to get drafted. The but only anyway. person I listen to is my wife and my preacher. But go ahead. That's probably why you don't be knowing what you're talking about on here. You but anyway, don't um, man. See, I had one. Damn, damn. That's one. I said because Pooh probably was Pooh's probably was about to be first. Wait to football season. Hey, wait to football season. It's gone. It's gone, baby. But let's go. I'm not just saying this because I'm a Pelicans fan. All right, I'm put that disclaimer right. But EJ Liddell 
fought into pick 41 for the Pelicans. He was probably a consistent a consensus top 20 pick in the draft. Um and whenever he was falling, I mean, everybody was. I think he was like on the top of the you know best player available. You know what I mean that they be doing on the draft. He was the on the top of that for like fifteen picks. You know what I mean. And so for him to be there in the second round when the Pelicans drafted, I think that was honestly the the biggest surprise for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say Ryan, Ryan Ryan taking shots in the, in the chat. Ryan, yeah, Ryan you better I, slow I, up. I, you gotta slow up. What he said, because I can't see it. <laughs> uh, we we got to We gonna show. keep going. Yeah, okay. we gonna keep. Oh, okay. it, Cause okay. it, it might distract you. He he coming at okay. you though. But uh, oh, he coming at go you. ahead, Dan. Okay, saucy. All right, now, but uh, of course, and I, I'm gonna elaborate on this a little bit more. But I like I like OKC. I know I don't know um, winners and losers. I really like OKC. I like what they did in the draft. I like uh, them picking up Chet. And I honestly think uh, with me living in Oklahoma, I got to see a lot of them play last season because they were literally giving away their tickets. So they got a lot of young talent on that team, and them picking up Chet uh, with the second pick in the draft, I think it's going to be pretty nice. I think um, for me, one, uh, we're doing winners and losers. That's what we're doing? Yeah. Or we just yeah. – all right. All right. Um, one winner I love what the Houston Rockets did with this draft. Mm, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie to you. Um, them getting Jabari, them getting Ty Ty Washington, them getting you know some pieces to go along with the dudes they already have there. Um, I love I like what they did for real. Um, I like what Detroit did. Um, well, you know they could kind of thank Sacramento for <laughs> for uh, picking somebody that nobody thought they were gonna pick and Jaden Ivey. The guy most people thought was the fourth best player in the draft, falling to Detroit at number five. Um, but they they got him and they you know made some moves and got uh, Jalen Duren the center from Memphis. So I like some of the moves that they made. And uh, honestly, people gonna kind of question it, but the Knicks um, they didn't draft anyone. They traded the guys that they drafted, but they um, they flipped their draft picks into four future per, uh, first round picks, and they was able to create cap space to go after some big free agent names in the summer. So it's not what most people would consider, you know, to be a winner of the draft, but based off what the Knicks game plan was, they accomplished their goal and some, you know what I mean? So I think that, you know, they you got to look at them as a winner too. Okay. You you took mine. Houston was definitely mine. Uh, big One big reason, uh, they got, uh, I'm going to say, and it's definitely biased, they got two of the, two of the best uh, – two of the top SEC talents um, this past season in Jabari and our man Tari Eason, who went number 17 um, overall to the Rockets. So um, they were definitely good, one of my one. That's a good fit for him, though, bro. I ain't going to yeah. lie to you. That's probably the best place he could go. Yeah, so that that was definitely one one of my, my big winners. Um, losers, um, it's going to hurt me to say this. Um, not necessarily for who they drafted, but the Lakers, because I, they, I think they got a they got a, a guard. They got Max you know, Christie, Doug Christie, son. Yeah, I mean, pretty pretty good kid as far as you know, saying yeah. on the court. I just I don't know if he filled a need. Oh, he could shoot, and they always need shooters. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, true. But I but I I personally I don't think know they need the, I don't know if he was the best available at that per, you know, at, but yeah. They, they, I you. think they need a stretch big man, personally. Personally. I can understand because, that. Can, because they, they will do when when they are healthy and they're playing, the Lakers will do very well in the regular season, but when it comes playoff time and it's time to stretch the court, you know what I'm saying, get some wide open shots and defend in perimeter, they don't have a big man to do it. Dwight Howard yeah. is good, but he can't do it. He's a rim protector, and, and honestly, the playoff is a different beast. So, Yeah, yeah. But that's that's just my take on that. Go ahead. All right, my, my loser, and, and honestly, they probably going to make me look foolish in about three years because they always know something about it. The Spurs, because I don't know why. They drafted the dude. They drafted as high as they did. I was not expecting him. You know what I mean? Like nobody can say that they saw that coming. But he is a good defender. Uh, I'm talking about Shohan, the dude from Baylor. He is a good defender. Yeah. But um, I I just feel like that was that was a reach, bro. And they could have got another another defender who gave them more offensively at that spot. But you know, he probably turned out to be you know Kawhi Leonard or something. You know, you know Spurs know stuff I don't, but. Is it just me or does Popovich draft like uh, Bill Belichick? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good. man, they drafted a dude with green hair in the top ten. Like nobody <laughs> could say that they saw that coming, dog. I'm sorry, <laughs> bro. Why you hating right. that man green hair, bro? I'm not because they actually put out a picture of of him next to Dennis Rodman, and Dennis Rodman was in the Spurs uniform with the green hair, and it yeah. was like you know he's gonna be the next. Hey, and I can honestly see that comparison. Cause he's, legacy a, pick. He's, a, he's a damn good defender, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I just felt like, you know, top 10 for a dude who only averaged nine points a game is a little much of a stretch for me. But Hey, yeah. all he need is a dress, bro. That's Chill it. out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Somebody yeah. who didn't, or, or LSU players who didn't, uh, Sharif and Darius Days. Um, Darius Days did get picked up by uh, the, Spurs. the Spurs. So, um, you know, We'll see. I, I but see the thing is that's also a, a good place for him. But I because I think that somewhere like that, uh, Pop could get the most out of him, um, yeah, and, and help him reach his potential. Um, and he's a he's other, a Spurs he's a Spurs type of player because he's an older vet. You know, he, he already knows right. the game. And, and. Yeah. That, so the other is Sharif. Uh, reports came out earlier uh, this week. Um, that Shaq actually spoke with Sharif and asked him or, or advised him that, hey, you may want to return to uh, LSU for another year. Um, he decided to take his own path and uh, went into the draft. He went undrafted, um, but he did sign a summer league uh, deal with the Lakers. Um, but that may also just be kind so, of a favor. So Shaq helped him and then helped him again. Pretty much. Well, I mean, look at it. I mean, it's his dad, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your dad. Hey, if your dad is is a, is a, a legendary CEO of a, of a Fortune 500 company, it's only right that they kind of give you the opportunity. You know okay, what I'm saying? That okay, don't mean okay. You, you, cut it, you play ball. But you play ball, right? Yeah. If your dad, yeah. if your dad had nothing to do with you getting into that spot, and then you walk in the locker room, and then this dude walk in, who the only reason he does because his daddy played for the Lakers. How you feeling? Oh, bro, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be pissed, but that's just honestly, that's if you want to be honest, that's the world. That's the way of the world, bro. How, how many people? I mean, it is. I mean, it is. I mean, yeah. it is. But at the same time, bro, like we're not. 
I mean, yeah, that's the way of the world. We could say that all day long, but at the end of the day, the only reason he on that spot is because of who his daddy is. So he should have came back to college, like his he daddy should've. said, and earned his own spot. He should have. Let me, let, let, let's be honest. How much playing time he would have got at LSU next year? Who said he had to come I think back he to LSU? LSU? I think I honestly think he would have. Uh, so when I. We I, we give him you know saying some uh, you know saying fair criticism, but I think Sharif actually for the minutes he got when he was healthy, he actually you know saying contributed pretty well. Not necessarily in the score oh, sheet, but on the stat sheet definitely. Um, but my question so is, I, did he yeah. did he show you did he show you that he was an NBA player? That's, no. that's my question. Not, Not yet. Not I yet. agree. And so and my thing, Daniel, is he didn't have to come back to LSU if he felt like he wasn't gonna play. And I, I'm fine with that. Go somewhere where you feel like you are going to play then. You know what I mean? So you can showcase your skill set. You know what I mean? But I feel like I think uh, somebody said in the spaces, um, you know, you look at his injury history and you, you know, some of the things he went with with his heart condition and some of those things. Right. And he might Maybe. just be looking at it. He might just be looking at it like, man, you know, why not? Oh, how long? Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I so, think that was I, AD because I he he said that a yeah, few I times. So, yeah. I think. I, did, I mean, Dan, you can also look at it too. Like, man, the kid is not hurting for money. You know what I'm saying? If if it's his fantasy or if it's if it's his dream to play in the NBA or to get a shot in the NBA, he literally has the opportunity to do that, and he has a net to where if he does fall on the back, he'll be all right financially. So so. Ryan Ryan puts up a, a comment. He says Shaq got pulled, but I don't know if he influenced the Lakers to sign Sharif. Well, uh, Ryan, the, the reason um, we kind of say that he didn't get signed. He didn't. Shaq didn't influence them to sign. He, you know, we, we're saying he influenced him to give him a shot with summer league because he's it's not. A, it's a summer league team, yeah. And if you look at it, it was AD. AD who? Oh, okay. With okay. The comment I about the hill. I thought he was talking about Anthony Davis. I was gonna say he's dang sure. But uh, but if you look at it, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq got him a workout with the Lakers. If you just the report came out uh mm-hmm. like a week ago or something like that, that he gave him a workout with the Lakers. The, the same the same at, report about the uh yeah, about him, yeah, about him should have came back to school. So if you look at if you look at first of all, look at who actually runs the Lakers and who has a say in being yep, able to see. make them decisions. Then Shaq very much has pulled with those people. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't like most organizations. The Lakers aren't run like most most organizations. Right. Shaq still has pulled over them. Yeah, Shaq influenced them to give uh give a uh giving him a workout before the draft and getting him a summer league deal. Uh and then Chris also says uh this guy averaged two points a game. Only way he gets a chance is his dad. So I mean, yeah. I mean, like, what, what's what's wrong with that, though? I, I don't understand why. why I, I don't think it's. I don't, we're, I, about that? No, I don't think we're saying there's anything wrong with that. But we're just saying yeah. that you know he should have took the advice of coming back. Right, I'm just all I'm saying is this is my only point of saying that if your dad is the only reason you got a shot, you're probably not gonna last long. That too. So okay. Um, let me. We we got one more in the NBA. I'm gonna take this time to be the. Cause that's gonna, that's a that, not a pun. Yeah, go I'm ahead. gonna be the bigger man. I'm gonna be the bigger man. the bigger man. He was always the bigger man. <laughs> I'm gonna take this time. Zion is out this thing. Uh, look like he's trying to get the, the the women in New Orleans to start calling him Zaddy. Uh, he's been oh working out. God. This dude is is ripped. He's cut. Uh, 
And I know because Daniel sent me a message was like, did you see Zion? Him ripped. Him, him <laughs> working that. Him. <laughs> but no, Zion, like. Hey, with no workout, pronouns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, he, he's, he's been, he's cut and like, yeah. th- like the, the on court, you know, the dunks and stuff at camps and stuff. He, Zion looks like, Zion looks like he's ready for, for next season. Like he's about to. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, you know, me and Ant had this debate <laughs> during the playoffs last year, the Pelicans, uh, and we were talking about, you know, should Zion return during the playoffs or should we kind of wait uh, until next season? You know, I am still of the belief that – no, nah, I'm just joking. I'm going to sour in on that. I actually, I'm glad that they are waiting uh, until next season because they're going to have a very talented team, and if he comes back in shape – and let's hope that he lasts the entire season. It's going to be exciting Pelicans uh, basketball season next year, man. So he looks great, like Pooh said. You know what I'm saying? My, my guy's not eating Popeye's chickens daily. Uh, he looks like he's eating uh, salad. So, yeah, looks good. It sounds so beautiful to hear y'all say that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, no, nah, basically, like, this is what you see whenever you see, you know, Zion being fully committed, you know what I mean? And whenever you, whenever he knows this is where he wants to be and he sees what that team is, you know, capable of doing without him, he knows that if they add him to the mix, you know, they who knows what the sky, you know, is the limit of. So I think he he's buying in. He's been working out ever since, you know, he was cleared to work out with the team back in April, I believe it was. So, you know, he's just slowly, you know, he's slowly ramping it up and he's, He's basically showing that, you know, he's serious about being in New Orleans. You know, when they offer him that extension, he's going to sign it. Like some people said, he wouldn't, you know what I mean? And he's going, you know, he's here for the next, you know, the foreseeable future. And, you know, he's he's serious about, you know, doing what it takes for this team to make it to the next level. But whenever you see guys like Zion doing what he's doing, when you see guys like Trey Murphy and CJ at the draft, you know, uh, welcoming the new players and stuff, you never saw that before in New Orleans. Bro, you know what right. I mean. You never, you never saw that kind of kind of buy-in from the big players and the the veterans on the team. So it's it's not just Zion, but it's really the whole culture and everybody who's a part of that team is glad to be there. And we ain't seen that in New Orleans since they came back in 02, 03. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Great so point. it's about to be a hot hot boy summer. Uh, thanks to Zion and uh, he's already hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Sharif and Darius Days aren't the only two uh, former LSU players that got signed. Marlon Taylor signed with the Globetrotters. That is actually a perfect fit for him. Yep. Um, that dude, he can jump out the gym. No, and, the only the only other perfect fit is if they still had and one, and then he could just go <laughs> oh, and do dunking yeah. over everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be so, main event. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Mawani reminds me a lot of Marlon Taylor. And I think that's why Will Wade picked him up. It was like he thought he could recreate that with, with yeah. you know, saying have him there. Um, another big, well, not a signee, but big commit this week. Um, Michaela Williams, the number one prospect mm-hmm. in the country, signed with LSU. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, committed to LSU, uh, Kim Walker and LSU. Uh, I think this was big. Uh, and you stated before, she wasn't even looking at LSU until Kim Walker got there. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, so, and she, I mean, that's, that she said it herself on the, on the Scar, Mike Scarborough interview. 
he asked her, you know, where was LSU on your list before Kemoki? And they were not top four. He knows what she said. They probably wasn't. They didn't have a shot, if we want to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, if, if I can say, I like Michaela Williams. You know what I'm saying? I, I, it's obvious that she she's the number one player in the country. You know what I'm saying? If you ever watch one of the highlight tapes, I mean, she's fantastic on the court. But not just that. I like the way she carries herself. You know what I'm saying? If you go look at her Twitter, you know, she kind of has it. Look, this is the only time you can contact yep. me at this time, this time here. It's straight business. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's going to be one of them things where, look, I'm committing to LSU, but I'm going to go back and backdoor and probably commit to Texas A&M within the next couple of months. I think she's solid. I think that Kim Mulkey is, uh, hey, she, she's building something great. Hey, and I'm looking forward to next season. Hey, speaking of her commitment, um june july 1st uh around that time is whenever the uh olympic you know olympic camp starts up and michaela is on the u17 olympic team yeah there's mm-hmm. a uh there's a couple people that lsu are after who are also on you know either the u17 u18 olympic team and so i mentioned this the other night in spaces or other day in spaces that the timing of her commitment seemed very strategic to me and that, you know, maybe before she goes and spends the next two, three weeks with these, you know, chicks that's on these U, U17, U18 teams, maybe she just wanted to let everybody know, hey, I'm going to LSU. Let me go and get that out. That way, whenever I go hang out with these chicks, you know, and we off the court in the hotel or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, I can start that recruiting pitch. You yeah. know what I mean? And Mike Scarborough asked her about it and she was like, you know, that ain't really my job to do. You know what I mean? Whatever. But we all know. We yeah, all players want to play with good players. Exactly. Bro. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And whenever you whenever you know you out there and you and you know play X over there, you know, back and forth having a good two-man game or whatever the case may be, it's easy whenever y'all back in the locker room, like, hey, you know, we, we could do that for the next four years if you come yeah. to Baton Rouge. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and also she uh posted a picture of her and Flage. Um, last last year's big, uh, you know, big time uh, recruit. So, I think the fact that we have three years together of of two of two top notch players, I think uh, that's that's two Mo- that's two. Dang, Mo- Mo- that's two of them. I I, I had telling these jokes is gonna <laughs> hold them. Bro, hold say them. why you why you holding them in, dog? Just saying. I'm gonna say, uh, <laughs> but I think but, I think but what you mentioned earlier, Pooh. About the uh mm-hmm. the baseball coach hire, how if you look at the long term, how important yeah. this is gonna be. And LSU ain't got a, a you know a, a chick this good from the home home well, state. If you don't, quit, if you don't stop saying chick. Well, I'm not gonna. I mean, she's a young on, woman, young woman. You know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> Listen, I, 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 it's it's better it's better than saying King thought. Yeah, no, but that that but but King but King thought is different. Okay, she so, really is a thought. Okay, so whenever you have these young Hold women on. who are coming from go. the state of Louisiana, then we haven't had a young lady this talented hey, Simone Augustus come to LSU. <laughs> so I think if you look at what this means for Kim as a pro and her program as a whole, yeah, getting this recruit. And the number one recruit in the nation from your home state is gonna, you know, it's gonna be that ball that gets the momentum rolling. When you look at like Jada Richards from uh, Lafayette and some of these other young ladies who are coming <laughs> out in the next few years, 
this is going to be the ball that gets the momentum rolling with her being able to, you know, keep all that intake in-state talent at LSU. Hey, quick question for Pooh Bear. Quick question for Pooh Bear. Yeah. Is Kim Mokey, hot take, is Kim Mokey the best recruiter on LSU's campus? No. Okay. Frank Wilson. Right. Frank Wilson still in the building. Okay. So, um, I, I'm, I'm just go ahead. And, oh, you? And, oh, and say yes. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna say for Frank. Hey, well, 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 with with the way we've just seen the recruiting director leave and all these talent come in, it might be Jay Johnson. Jay Johnson. Yes. But the only reason I'm gonna say Kim is because I seen her do it at multiple schools. Yeah, that's true. And, and, I, and I've seen her get them from not just in-state, but from everywhere. From everywhere. That's true. That's true. All right. Uh, and we, I we've do. also seen her take a team that was not, I want to say Poochie's, but I ain't going to say Poochie. I'm going to say Poochie. A team that was not very good, Poochie's, and look what she did. Well, and not just that. Not just the that, players that she won. If you oh, want to man. talk, but you said recruit, you just, you just mentioned you recruiting, so I, that ain't really got nothing yeah. to do with recruiting. But I'm also talking but, about transfers. She got transfers in too. But when she when she was at Baylor, she got a transfer from LSU who helped her win the national, national championship. championship. Yeah. So that to me, I think that was me, I think Jay that was Johnson. a nail in the coffin. That was a nail Jay in the coffin for Nikki. Yeah, Jay yeah. Johnson has to not just be able to bring these guys in, but he's got to win with them for me That's to right. put him past Kim Mulkey. That's right. I feel that. From the chat, Chris said it's hard to say that with Jay Johnson, Jamar Kane, and Frank. I mean, I, I feel that. I feel all of that, but it's a, Kim it's has a good problem. Places. Yeah. yeah. You're talking saying, about you're point. talking about a head coach with multiple national championships, too. Yeah. So so I, I do want to ask this question just simply because the the timing of it. So uh Michaela committing is not for this upcoming season, but the following season, correct? No, she, yeah, 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 yeah. She, so she's not a senior. She's, she's got a, she's going to a senior high school okay. coming up. All right. So she'll be, she's in she the class. Of, yeah, she's the class of 2023. Okay. Yeah. Cause that, the, the, so she's going to senior year. Correct. Yeah. Throw, yeah. Yeah. It always throws me off. Um, sticking with basketball, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it was announced. On his birthday, uh, Pistol Pete statue going up. Yeah, about um, time. Long over. Do you got a whole facility named after this man? Well, um, you know the reason why is because he never graduated. Yeah, he didn't graduate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the the. Anyway, um, yeah, he talking he about one of the fathers. <laughs> pretty much, and you you've got this this. I mean, his his legacy is is all over you know campus. Um, literally, and now they're finally putting up a statue. Uh, but that brings a, another question. We know Joe Burrow is next. Yep. Simone Augustus is. I don't think it's. Is it up already? Or they're. I going think to it's coming. It it's I coming. coming. I know it's coming. Coming. Who 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 deserves the next statue? Tm Tm Seven, Tm Seven, Glenn Dorsey, Tyron Matthew, and Glenn Dorsey. In my opinion, I agree with you on Tyron Matthew. Um, bro, Glenn Dorsey, what? I know why you saying that, but I don't think too many LSU fans are gonna think that Glenn Dorsey needs a statue. I think he's he was, a great, I think he was great. He was, yeah, he was one of the most player. 
decorated defensive players in LSU football history. I agree, but I, don't I think, think he that that's the case. ring of ring, ring of honor. Yes, he almost won the Heisman statue. He almost won a Heisman. He could have Where? if he would have never got hurt. Okay, so let me now, let's say okay, this. Hold on, hold wait, on, wait, wait, hold on, wait. hold on, pull, hold on. He was in the hold running. On, he was pull. in the bro, running. Damn, damn, tell my brother, brother. You said he almost won the Heisman, and then you said he could have. He could like, have. That's two totally different things. Did he get hey, invited? If he would have never got hurt, he would. If have. your fans and butts was candy yeah, and nuts, you don't know that for a preacher. fact. You're saying that in your opinion, he would have been invited. Tim Tim Seven actually did get invited, so he, did get invited. he deserves one. He deserves one, and then I'm hey, gonna hold switch on. it up. Hey, Glenn Dorsey. Hey, Glenn Dorsey. You heard me capping for you, bro. You heard me cap. I want my signed jersey. But go ahead. Right, go ahead. Anyway, right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna switch it up because I don't want the obvious one is the one you just said and the one AD's mentioning. So I'm not gonna say an obvious answer. Okay. But since Simone got one, I think yeah. Sylvia Files need one. I can't, I can't, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. Um, Shaq, Shaq has one too, right? Shaq has one. Um, Man, I don't know. Because I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think outside of, I mean, you got Brandon. That's what, yeah, I'm trying to think outside of football and basketball. Yeah. Billy Cannon oh, has one. Yeah, Billy Cannon already has one. a statue. What about um, we had a gymnast? We had a gymnast that was here a couple of years ago. Um, I can't think of her name, but she was excellent. Um, yeah, I know you're talking. I can't about, think of her name. Yeah, I know you're talking about. She, what about Flojo? We talking about Lamencia Hall? I think so. Flojo. I mean, what's uh, she ran track for LSU and she ran track for the Olympics. Talking about Shakari Richardson. No, that's no, he talking about Lolo. Lolo, oh, he talking about Lolo, Lolo Jones. Jones. Lolo, Lolo, Lolo Jones. Jones, yeah. Yes, yeah. Lolo Jones. I mean, if you might well give Mondo, Mondo Duplantis one, if you're gonna give. That's him who one. I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking Mondo, but yeah. uh, Ty Walker or Alex Bradman for bas- baseball. I'd be cool with it. I still don't yeah. know why why Joey Bell, Joey Albert Bell, don't get the love he deserves as an all-time LSU great. I'm, I don't know why, but. He don't deserve no statue. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, but when they mention greats, I always forget Alba Bell. I know. Don't nobody ever mention that man. Ever. I don't even know y'all talking about. It might be. Hey, hey, while we playing, it might be Mike Bianco. (laughs) 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 Hey, Bob Pettit. That's a good one, too. Bob Pettit is another. He he got us. No, he don't. It's not an LSU. He got a statue somewhere, though, but it's not an LSU. So. Bob Pettit is a good one. Um, all right. Moving on to college football. Not LSU football, but college football. Um, this week, Bill Clark wrote a uh, uh, open letter or and announced that due to health reasons, he's stepping down at UAB. Um, he – a lot of people don't talk about – I think Bill Clark didn't get the – the, uh, the, uh, the, the 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 recognition he deserves. Um, he we literally came back from from nothing, didn't back. he? Yep. He so first of all, he led them to their first conference USA championship or or 
or, or titles and stuff uh, prior to shutting down the program. Then they shut down the program, and then he brought them back. Brought them back, and they have they have been rolling ever since. Yeah. Um, they always give Louisiana. They always give Louisiana take the business every time they play, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Hey, he he definitely right. one of the, he one of the best coaches nobody ever talk about, and I hate mm-hmm. that you know. He had to go out like this. You know what I mean? I wish he was right. able to go out on, on his yeah. own terms. Yeah, he, he mentioned uh, he's had several spinal fusion surgeries, uh, and, and it's just health problem is getting um, – Getting and so uh, getting to him, and he, you know, him and his family made the decision to step down. Um, kind of like, kind of so, my bad, but it's like it's almost like pulmonary in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, it was more health than it was performance. The reason they had to call it quits. Speaking of that, let me let me you know say I got an alibi. Let me backtrack the baseball uh, story. Came out that Notre Dame, whose head coach left, uh, and, and took another jump. For Florida State, um, that Notre Dame actually reached back out to Paul Manier. Paul Manier was at Notre Dame before. Um, <laughs> they reached they reached back out to him. Uh, however, he has declined because he uh, one the reason he left LSU. Uh, although you know, saying the clamoring for his job, uh, I'm pretty sure played a part in it. But his health reasons is one of the reasons why he stepped down from LSU. Um, in the first place. So he he told them he basically said he's not ready to coach yet. Um he enjoys his uh his uh ambassadorship that he has with LSU. Um so that lets me know that he may be looking at coaching again. But let's get back to football. Um and a coach who don't know what he well I ain't gonna say that. Um a coach who's been having some trouble this week, uh Billy Napier. Mm-hmm. Um this ain't out the call, but you need to come to the front of the congregation. Uh there's been a lot of uh, trouble in the water of them swamps. Uh, he had a, a a five-star running back that transferred from Clemson uh, to Florida. <laughs> yeah. And is now transferring out of Florida to wherever. He ain't um, been there seven months yet, and he already dipped. Yeah. Um, it's funny. It was rep- it was reported that four players um, on the Florida staff were cut by Coach Napier, and then only only, had- only three only three were cut. One of them is just like suspended or something. Like he on real thin ice because they came out gotcha. and clarified that only three were cut. But it was three people. Like one of them was a starter, two year starter. One of them was like supposed to be a return specialist. And the other one was supposed to be like a depth rotational piece. So he had three contributors that he cut. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It sounds like he's cleaning house, man. Cleaning house. Uh, I don't know if that's what what he's doing. But as uh, Chris English say, uh, he got the fans ready to burn down the house or the buildings. Um, he had fans asking, could they get Muschamp back with Mother and his OC? <laughs> that's funny. Oh, not just that. Uh, Florida was thought to be a long-time uh, leader or, or lean for Jalen Rashada, and Jalen Rashada committed to Miami today. Also, they had another recruit that was on an official visit. 30 minutes after that visit, he commits to Florida State. Dang. 30 minutes after the visit. After he left the visit, he was like, man. I, I don't even think he was – he might not even be uh, off campus yet. He might not be. He might have just still been on campus. Shoot, let me. <laughs> he might have been sitting right. in the office. He's like, all right, Coach Napier. Yeah, yeah. All right, Coach. Hey, Schedule uh, yeah, I'm tweets. Coming, I'm coming to Florida State, bro. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, okay. And Danny yeah. thought Elliot. Don't so, you just love the producer? It was a, it was a lot of people. It was a lot of people <laughs> right. saying LSU was making a mistake not hiring Billy Napier. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. As as AD says so uh, 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 lovingly, uh, I wanted Napier at LSU. I know he's joking. He's being sarcastic, but that is a lot. That was a lot of people's, you know. Uh oh, yeah, to make it work first Florida. It's against Utah. <laughs> it will be an ugly debut. Yeah, it will. Scared look, money I, don't make no money. Look, and I, mm-hmm. I'll say, I'll say this. I'll say this. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what Napier is going to do. What we can see from his past work is that he was a good coach. You know what I'm saying? UL, UL was, was was not an excellent program. They didn't have any winning tradition. And Napier did make that. He did bring that. He did bring, bring that program up. So we do know that he can coach. Uh, but what's going on now, i like to see where that program at is at in two years. Hopefully it's still in the dumpster fire that it is now. But I don't want the guy to lose. I do think he's a good coach. But I want him to lose because he's the head right, coach right. of Florida, so of course, I want him to of lose. Course. No, 100%. 100%. But as a per- as a man, I hope that he does have success and lose every year's tail that shoe. No, I hope That's he loses pretty much every game possible because I hate the University of Florida, and I ain't even finna sugarcoat it. I hope they lose every game he ever coached there. And, hey. and it's easy to say – and he turned around ULL, and I understand that, and I'm not I'm not taking anything away from what he did because he did that. But this ain't the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. This oh, is 100%. the University of Florida. This is the SEC, and you ain't gonna be able to get away with the same things you was doing at ULL. So you ain't gonna. Yeah, I get it. He's you know establishing a culture, but you're not coaching. You're not coaching the same type of guys that you was coaching at ULL. You can't coach them the same as you was coaching the U.S. You, I mean, we can we can debate about the reason and why and all that, but it's just facts. This ain't the same as the U.L.L. So for for him to come in and say he's gonna be the same guy at U.L.L. as he is here, that might be the problem. No, I think he can be, bro. It's, you're talking about it's college football. It, it's not. Right. It's 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 nothing. What's what's okay? Florida is a bigger program than ULL, but you're not coaching NFL guys. It's okay, not so Tom, Tom Herman, oh, wait, 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 wait. Tom Herman was good at Houston. Then what happened? You you say you're not coaching NFL guys. What what conference puts the most people in the league every year? The SEC. So you're coaching. Where NFL is he coaching guys? now? He's coaching Florida, but it's He's, not which the, is in which is which is in the which is in but the, it's not the national football league it's in the SEC. okay you're but, you're right he's florida's not but when you play alabama or you play lsu or you play uh georgia, georgia. or you play even south carolina kentucky they're putting people in the league so you're playing against nfl competition every week it may not be you may not necessarily be you know all madden but you de- you, they, you definitely playing somebody on rookie level. And my and my thing is, it's not. It I'm, gonna have, to, not, I'm gonna have to clip that. I'm gonna have to clip that. That was good. My I thing, mean, you can clip that, but at the same time, clip this too. Nick Saban is probably one of the so best coaches that ever. Napier's but hold on, but hold on. Can I finish? Nick Saban was one of the is one of the greatest college coaches to ever coach the game, and he went to the NFL and he was terrible. 
So you cannot compare the NFL to college football. Okay, but it's not, what it's I'm not saying the same. is, I never it's said it was. Same. What I'm saying is, he's who guys who are, he know, he's coaching guys who know they're gonna be playing on Sunday, right? Right, and he right. was coaching, uh, yeah, but he, he was knew, also he, coaching guys in the NFL. That that he was coaching name, guys that you name, know. I'm, name I'm, talking about, name I'm talking about. I'm talking name about. Let me go look Napier. it up. I don't, I'm not talking about Nick Saban. I'm talking about Billy Napier. I, I, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking about Billy Napier. Billy Napier, Billy Napier was not coaching NFL guys. He uh, a handful, not a team full of them. Not a team full of them. There's a difference. It's a lot different whenever you got three, four guys on your team who gonna play on Sundays, and you got 26 out of the 85 that's gonna play on. It's a lot different, bro. And it's a lot different when you're trying to establish that culture whenever you got guys who know that they can go leave right now and go play anywhere they want to. They ain't got to put up with that. It's a lot different whenever you at a school like Florida and when you at a school like ULL. You can't treat the players the same. You can't treat them the same, but it's obvious that Florida had an issue. It's obvious that Florida has had talent in their program, but they never were able to get over the hump. So if he has to do this to clear house, for them to actually get on the path to win, then let him do what he has to do. Of course, and I'm sitting up here capping for Florida, but at the same time, because you want to Billy Napier, house, which is because you want to Billy Napier. That's so, why you capping for. And he's a great coach. What, what's wrong with me wanting Billy Napier? I think I'm I not. So I can't say he's a great coach. I can't say he's a great coach. Got the better coach. How, I can't why, say Billy Napier is a great coach. He's I can't say that because he's because he's had a handful of good seasons at ULL. That's why I can't say he's a great coach. Tom Herman was a great coach when he was at Houston too, huh? Everybody was in love with Tom Herman in Houston. Then when he got to a big boy level, what happened? He fell down. And so you capping for Billy Napier like he's a great coach because he had a few good seasons at one school. We got to see him do it at multiple schools before we can say he's a great coach. And we got to see him do it at a big level before we can say he's a great coach. Oh man, okay. Um, right. I, I, I say this Billy Napier ain't even Lane Kiffin. He ain't. You say what? Billy Napier's not even Lane Kiffin. As he just okay, he just not his career. This is his first big job. Lane Kiffin, and you said he's I mean, a great coach, big job and that's my point. You say he's a great coach, and this is his first big job. You, go, you don't know that, but guys, let me ask. Actually, something. If we would have got Billy Napier, would you have been upset? Yes. Yes. I would have been highly upset. Highly upset. Yes. I hated highly the idea. Upset. I hated the idea of let's get Billy Napier because he's down the road and, and you he he's got ULL winning 10 games. Oh, you're highly right. Upset, They're winning 10 games, struggling with Appalachian State, struggling with ULM and uh Coastal, Coastal Carolina. Carolina and yeah, they're no. I ain't gonna lie, I would have been you're, highly you're, upset. You're struggling, highly upset. And, highly and to, to, to quote to quote funny man, struggle win because that's all it was. You know, it, struggle. It, it's so it's so funny. It's so funny because we, we do the same thing with players that leave to go that leave LSU to go to other programs. It's all always the oh he wasn't that good. He wasn't that. Like, oh, uh, you can you can go back to you can go back to when we was talking about this three five six, how many months ago. I never wanted Billy Napier. 
I yeah. never in my life wanted because the Sun Belt is not the SEC. I've seen a lot of coaches be good at smaller levels, and then they get to the big boy ball and they can't handle it. I wanted somebody who was established at the big level already. Okay, so can you say the same thing about BK? He hasn't coached in the SEC before. But he's, he's coached, he's coached at on a big, big level. level. But you said SEC. No, Dane. No, I didn't. I said at a big level. Big I never level. said SEC. You said SEC. Right. No, no I didn't. When we go back and watch this this episode. I never said SEC. I said who's coached at a big level yeah. is what I said. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, hey, go Tigers. All right. So let's let's okay. go ahead and you move saying, to the next one. You said go Gators too, is what you've been saying. Now let's 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 move on to the next argument. Uh Arch Manning commits to Texas. Um shocker. He's not coming to LSU. Um I don't think any of us felt like he was coming to LSU or that LSU what's called uh necessarily quote unquote, was after him. But I guess you can ask the question, can you lose something you never had the possibility or want? I mean, you never had or possibly wanted. Depending on who you're asking, because 247 and other recruiting sites are going to say that they stole him from LSU. But, you know, we all know that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah, we know that's not the case, though. But, you know, he was never coming here. So you can't lose nothing you never had. Yeah. Hey, dang, Daniel, he he yeah. dropped. Yeah. Um, because I was gonna ask the question. And I guess I can pose this to um to everybody in the in the chats as well. Um why was his recruitment so polarizing? Especially for LSU fans. You know why. Is it just the name? Because his name, bro. That's that's all it is, bro. All it is, man. You got people. People saw what his uncles became. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And fairly or unfairly, they're assuming that he's gonna become the same thing. You know, he's gonna become the number one overall pick, and he's gonna win Super Bowls and all this kind of stuff. So, because of the last name, people are automatically placing him into that. You know, future first round. Uh, I mean, future first ballot Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Category. Because he has a last name, mm-hmm. so yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Same, but, yeah, same reason Sharif getting attention by the Lakers, the last name. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I think everybody agrees that his last name has something to do with it. I think mm-hmm. what people what people disagree with is how much is the last name playing a factor into the situation. You know, some people like Chris are gonna say that you know, yeah, his, he got the last name, but he's not that. He's still a great, you know, he's still the best quarterback. You know, his name only matters a little bit. But people like me, and I think you feel the same way, that he's maybe a top 10, 7 to 10 quarterback in this class. You know, he's a top 50 player overall, but his yeah. last name is placing him higher than what he should be. Yeah. Um, I guess the next question, and again, this is when I wish Dane was here. Um, oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let's go. All right. Got him back. All right. Daniel, can you lose something you never had? Can you hear us? I don't know if he can hear us. Daniel, can you hear us? Nah. Yeah, I hear you. Can you you lose something you never had? 
So we're talking about Arch Manning? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, so where we at? I'm sorry, guys. No, well, no, we were just asking. Yeah, go ahead, Ant. Basically, what I was saying was, you know, uh, if you ask two four seven people and you know, you know, recruiting people, they'll say that LSU lost him because he's Louisiana okay. recruit. But sure. if he was never, if he was never coming here, how did you? How did LSU lose him? Right, right, right. I would say you got lucky. You dodged a bullet. <laughs> you LSU. You know what I'm saying? Because that kid has so much to live live up to. And I would honestly hate to be in his shoes. He has so much pressure on his back, bro. And it's kind of like putting the uh, the number seven jersey on Giles. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, he can carry that Manning name. But it's going to be very hard, I think. But um, I can say I was more concerned about Eli Hosen going to Alabama than I am Arch Manning going to uh, – I hundred percent agree with you. I hundred percent agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's Eli. Uh, I mean, hosting. I think hosting is better than Arch, in my opinion. Agree. I think there's All a right. lot of quarterbacks. I think Arch is probably the sixth quarterback. Should be the sixth ranked quarterback in the nation, in my opinion. I don't think he's, he's the number one quarterback. But neither here. That the reason why I say that too, if you guys actually seen that video that's been going around online, where uh, he's playing against. Man, no disrespect to the kid. He's playing against eighth graders. He's saying he's, <laughs> you know he's playing. He's hey, tell, tell him what it is, bro. He's playing against a white Chris out there, man. Now tell him what it is, bro. <laughs> it looks terrible, man. It looks bad, bro. It looks like he's playing against the Pee Wee Football League. And uh, yeah, man, and, I, and he, I, I, I ain't and He doesn't necessarily look good either. <laughs> so yeah. Uh oh. All okay. right. So. Yeah, we 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 mentioned uh we we mentioned Eli Holstein going to Alabama, uh Arch committing to Texas, Rashada commits to Miami, and Dante Moore is a lean right now for um Oregon. So yeah, supposedly, uh, supposedly yes. he's a lean for Oregon. All right, so uh, let me let me recap for you, Daniel. So I just said uh, you've got Eli uh, committed to Alabama, Arch to Texas, uh, Jalen Rashada committed to Miami today, and Dante Moore is allegedly or reportedly a lean to uh, Oregon. Um, who's left? What QBs are left on board, and who is LSU in the mix for? Ricky Collins. That man at this point. If you if you don't if you don't land Dante Moore, I think the uh, the obvious and really one of your only options left at this point is is Ricky Collins right there in Baton Rouge. Um, he's he's committed. What about, um, Reese Mooney. What about Reese Mooney? Yeah, I I take either one of them. Um, but I I just feel like Reese probably is more of a baseball, <laughs> you know, more of a baseball guy, and I think Ricky is probably the better football prospect. Um. But I think both of them would come to LSU if LSU, you know, pressured them and you know put that put the press on them and recruited them real hard. But I think at this point, if you if you miss out on uh, on more, you got to go get uh, Ricky Collins. Okay. Um, I 
this was an abnormal in the in the uh sense that um LSU had multiple multiple I'm sorry Louisiana had multiple uh quarterback prospects um to look at um are fans reading too much into seeing uh guys like Eli guys like Arch um even uh right now Ricky Collins committed to Purdue are 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 LSU fans reading too much into seeing um, these guys going out of state and not staying? Um, I don't know. I I think part of it is it's the whole narrative of LSU can't keep in-state guys anymore. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think part of that is why why there's some panic or you know there's some some people questioning things. But um, honestly, if you look at the situation with with Walker Howard, I think that explains why some of these guys hosting aren't coming here. Um, and then if you look at it, there's never been a man into LSU. So I don't even know why people thought that this was going to be the one to change, you know, history. Um, I think that I think now I, I do. I want to throw some insight on. I think what a lot of people thought was going to happen uh, was um, Coach uh, Orgeron was here and Eli played for Coach O that we had a chance for Arch because of that connection. Because we do know the Mannings are all about uh, relationships and stuff. No, they're but, not. No, they're not. No, they're not. Mm. Now the manners are about one thing. Who's gonna get my kid to the next level, to you know, to be the best NFL player that could be? It don't matter about championships in college. It don't matter about any of that. They want that. They want them to be developed. So if you look, if you look at where Arch went, he went to Sarkeesian. Well, who's got you know his coach Carson Palmer, Matt Liner, you know, Tua and Mac Jones. But he also got a guy named Jake Locker at Washington to be a first round pick. You know what I mean? He got yeah. a guy named Cody Kessler drafted at USC. You know what I mean? So if there's one thing Sark can do, he can coach quarterbacks. And that is the reason why Arch Manning went there. It had nothing to do with the relationships. and Because he has no – I mean, Cutcliffe was at, at Texas, but he's gone now. So, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's all about what Sark can do as far as, you know, developing a quarterback. All right. Um now let's talk about who we did or do have or we uh, you know coming to LSU. Uh Kyle Parker. Uh he's a three-star, maybe four-star, depending on which service you use. Um, wide receiver, speedy guy. Uh he committed Dillon, to Derek Dillon, that's probably a really good comparison. Um he committed to LSU this week. Um I think it was Thursday. Uh, I want to say it was it was either Wednesday or Thursday. Um, I guess I was gonna say my my question now is, um, I know a lot of people didn't it would it didn't have the fanfare, um, simply because like like we just mentioned he's a three star slash four star depending on which service. Um, and he's not from Louisiana, so they don't care. You yeah, know what I mean? So, yeah, I know what you, I know where you going with this. Yeah, so. It's, uh, but but excellent. I mean, for those of you who don't realize, excellent, excellent kid, excellent kid. Yeah. Um. Next question: Who's going to be the next commit? Man, I think we got a flock of them coming, bro. 
uh about this time next week i think we're gonna be having like three or four guys committed and um probably two or three coming within the following days of that um you got you got honestly you got a, a slew of guys you got stamps um you got the defensive linemen um you got reed you got um you got big herd up this way um i was I just about to say I, I'm not sure when exactly he's gonna be, you know, making his uh his announcement, but I'm feeling more and more confident that it'll be to LSU. But yeah, man, you got you got probably a handful to seven guys that um should be announcing their commitments within the next week or two. So I don't know which one next, but I jump out on a limb and say it's gonna be stamps, but we'll see. Okay. Uh is this the best? Uh well. Currently, we've seen um, Jackson, Jackson Howard. That's, That's another, another one. one. Yeah. Um, we've seen the videos, workouts of guys at the, um, uh, like Walker Howard, Nuss, uh, working out with uh, Kyron Lacey and uh, Kayshawn. Um Miles Brennan is at the Manning Passing Academy, or he was at the Manning Passing Academy. Uh, I don't know if he's through. Uh, don't so I, I I don't I can't comment on that. Um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, Jaden uh, is back in California working out. Um, is this the best uh, quarterback room that LSU has had in its history? In its history. Mm-hmm. Well, as far as like you know, saying depth wise, because I mean, I don't. Oh, that's because you got to think. At one time, we had Matt Mark, Marcus Randall, Jamarcus Russell, and Matt Flynn. Yeah, yeah that's. Yeah, I think that's the one I'm going with. Because then there was another time when you had when you had Rohan, Josh Booty, mm. and somebody else. Uh, Craig, no, maybe you had you had you had like three of them, and so I, I, I'm going with you though. When you had Jamarcus, Marcus Randall, and all them boys, I'm going with that. Yeah, that that was too much talent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Daniel asked this one: Is this the best quarterback room in college football that, right like this season? And I, I, bro, I have I hate so. Georgia, Georgia's got a crazy good quarterback run with with Stetson, Vandergriff, Cart, and Beck. They got they got a good one. I I hate to be capping. I mean, caping for them, but Alabama with with Bryce Young and Milrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of. And then if you look at if you look at Texas now, you know what I mean they got they got Quinn Ewers, and they got Malik Murphy, who was a a, a top ten quarterback uh, coming in this year. But uh, Bama, Bama's group is nasty. Um, if you look at Bama, you know, yeah. Ty Simpson at Bama, Simpson, too. I yeah. forgot about him. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to probably go with Bama. I thought he was on his way out. No, that was um, – That's not the grandson, Bear Bryant no, grandson? Uh, Paul Tyson. Paul Tyson, 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 not Ty Simpson. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. but, yeah, they – they, I'm gonna go with Bama, but hey, don't Georgia right up there too, cause they got with Brock Vandergriff and um, Brock Vandergriff, Carson Beck, uh, 
Stetson Bennett, and then they got another one. I can't think of his name though, but they got three or four too. All right, but they ain't got. So I got one. Trophy, yeah, I got one more football question. I'm a, I'm a table it because I think that's gonna be a good one, and I want, I want us all, all right. chip in all on right. that. Uh, but let, I got some miscellaneous quick hitters. Aaliyah Armstrong. We talked about her last week. She won the uh, NCAA uh, 100 meters uh, national championship. Uh, she actually placed third in 100 meters uh, at the, uh, I think it was a uh, U.S. Uh, trials, not trials. trials but, yeah, yeah, yeah it was and, Olympic, um, trials. Olympic trials. So this actually earned her a spot on the U.S. Uh, team for the World Game. So best best wishes to her. Um, just keeping that that legacy of, of just fast out fast um, LSU women Young ladies in track, yeah in track going. Uh, Stephanie Rimp, the associate AD, is leaving for Nevada to be the AD there. Um, best wishes to her. Yeah. Is she getting too much credit though? Because I've heard a lot of people say that you know what is what we're going to do now and. Stuff like, like this. I don't think, so. I don't think yeah. she. I mean, because when you look at it, she's got to get some kind of credit. You know what I mean? She is his, mm-hmm. you know, right hand man or woman or we you know whatever you want to call it. So she was very uh involved in all these processes and yeah, and making some That's of these hires. And and to me, it's not even just the hires, you know, that mm-hmm. that he's made, but it's also some of the. The fundraising and some of the other things that you know that Wilbur gets credit for that I think that she was you know an integral part of. Uh, I'm not sure, Chris. I think, uh, I, think Hobbs, I think Hobbs was the other one, but I had to go double check because I know Shakari missed out. Shakari didn't make it, so yeah, I think Hobbs was the other one. Okay, all right. Uh, Tuesday, Deshaun Watson's hearing for the NFL begins. Uh, if yeah, Kamar gets six games, if Kamar gets six games, then that then uh, that man right there needs about sixty. I think so. Be expecting double digits. I, I think it should be a whole season myself, a whole season. Be, yeah, yeah. So, um, this week uh, we lost two uh, football. Um, I don't want to say legends. You could say greats. You could say greats. Greats. Definitely greats. Um, first being Tony Saragusa. Uh, he was a larger than life character uh, who spent his time uh, 12 seasons between the Colts and the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Um, Tony uh, won the national, uh, won the Super Bowl with the Ravens. Um, he is survived by his wife. And three children. So rest in peace to Tony Saragusa. And then uh this one actually kind of hit, hit a little bit close to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh Jalen Ferguson. Um Daddy. Yeah, he he oh man. Um he you know sadly lost him uh this week as well. The day actually prior to um, he is currently the sack leader uh, for NCAA. Um, yeah, he, 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 sack leader. he played Louisiana Tech for um, four years, and 
I watched him. I watched the young man play several times, and yeah, uh, great, great football player, great young man, and great father also. And that's that's the part that really hurts, you know, when you look at you yeah. know, his two young his two young children. And yes, and he those le- yeah, he he also leaves behind a wife and three kids. Um, it's hard right. because I don't want this to be just about their football careers, but the people they were as well. Um, and I, I, it's not often that, especially a football player, like when, when I'm just so y'all know how the sausage is made. A lot of times when I'm looking up to do these graphics and stuff, uh, uh, and I Google these people's names, uh, when I grew, you know, Google, uh, Jalen Ferguson, of course his stuff with Baltimore came up, but all the pictures of him with his family popped up. So, and, and it you know, you have to realize that again, these people are, are, more than just football players or more than just athletes. So, um, yep. So, uh, with that, uh, condolences, condolences to those families, though, honestly, man. You know, it's got to be hard losing losing a father, but especially, you know, one as young as Jalen. But, you know, that doesn't make it any easier for the Saragusa family, obviously. But, you know, thoughts and prayers with those families. Because, I mean, he, he was, if I'm not mistaken, he was 55. Um, let me look and double check. Um, if my math is correct, yeah, he was 55. Um, a young 55, I'll say that. Yeah. So um, but let's move on to altar call. Uh, let's go ahead and hit it. All right. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I I'll go first. All right. I'll go ahead and roll that. Jaden, um, we talk about your family history, and before we present both of you with the Piston jerseys, we wanted just to recognize that history and give you some additional jerseys. So one is obviously a jersey of your grandfather, James Hunter, who played with the Lions. So I'm gonna, we had these prepared just to show you the. course there's your father Javen who played for Detroit Country Day so let's see what that Country Day jersey looks like and finally there's your mom Niel who played for the shock so we have So I hope you frame these in your wherever you live, and every day look at them as your inspiration, your grit, and your incredible ties to the city. We're so happy to have you and Jalen, and we're looking forward to a great run going forward. So welcome. Back to you, Kevin. Now I know it's easy All for right, us to. Time, you, I, like that. I know it's easy for us to, you know make fun of the Detroit Pistons as being one of the worst organizations in the NBA. And, you know, they haven't won anything since, you know, 2004, whatever the case may be. But a lot of times we see, you know, players get drafted to the organization. And it's not necessarily about, you know, how they can help the player, but it's all about what that player can do for them. And it's refreshing to see that the Detroit Pistons kind of took time to 
you know, show their gratitude for that young man's family and, you know, the sacrifices and, and things that they did for the city of Detroit with his mom, his dad, and his grandfather all playing, you know, sports in the city of Detroit, two of them professionally. So I just want to give the Detroit Pistons a shout out and say, you know, kudos to you for investing in the in the person, not just as the player and, you know, taking time to acknowledge and recognize the people who came before him who made it possible for him to be where that he's at now and in their con- their contribution to the city that he's now going to be playing in. You know, best of luck to you, Jay Nivey, and you know, I hope that, you know, you made Detroit as happy as, you know, they seem to be of you. All right. Uh, my to call this week is nine-year-old um, – I'm missing his name. Uh, I think it's Kaysen Scurry. Uh, Kaysen is a nine-year-old aspiring umpire. Yes, you heard that right. Umpire. Um, you see, one day, Casey uh, was at a baseball game and uh, he noticed the umpires and he was fascinated. Uh, so he told his parents that he wanted to be an umpire. So his parents invested in his dream. They started taking him to different uh, umpiring clinics. Um, he started, I mean, he started doing this year after year after year to the point to where. Now he has actually been able to umpire some games in different tournaments um, of people his his own age. Um, and for me, I think that is fantastic to have someone to believe in your dream so much that no matter how unorthodox it may sound, they believe in you, they invest in you, and they give you the opportunity. So I think that this should be a clarion call to all of us parents. Um, if your child has a dream, no matter how unorthodox it may sound to you, Give him a shot. Invest in that dream. So that's it. That is it. I want to take this time to thank Derek Dillon for coming on. Um, uh, Daniel can't. I, I, his phone died, guys. Uh, I, th- those of you who may not know, he's going through a transition. Uh, maybe that's not the right word because some of y'all are going to take that and run with it. Daniel is in the process of moving. So <laughs> he's in the process of moving. So that's why he was, you know, saying doing going from his uh live from his car. Uh but thank y'all. Uh and you got anything for we for before we let out? You on mute too. Nah, that's all I had, bro. You know, appreciate them for coming on the show. Uh Derek Dillon for coming on. Chris, appreciate you for doing your job once and getting us some, you know, some some guests on the show. Good job, boy. You finally did something right. But uh, thank y'all for tuning in and commenting. Make sure y'all give us a like, you know, share it, share it to your cousins, your aunties, your uncles and them, and uh, all of them. But uh, appreciate y'all for, you know, for tuning in, and we'll see y'all next week. And like that, we out. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod. On Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Golden Boot!
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.